man, you can't help but be healed in here. What is wrong with you people bringing it down like this? You don't need me here. I'm holy Moses. That was awesome. I uh, I just want to say before I give you a little, little something here, I be, this will be 41 years of of ministry for me this year, and in 41 years now, I I a handrail came out of the wall when I was walking up the stairs, and I went down like 14 stairs, and my back was just out. I couldn't move, and I c- couldn't see straight. I, when I came to, a phone was not far. I called a 911. So um, I was just in the hospital. I got out, and I, I so it was a mess. I didn't make it here last time. In 41 years, I never had a church send me an offering for not coming. I'm not sure what that says now that I think about it. But you, you, you blessed me so much. It was such a blessing that I thought about calling off again today. <laughs> you know, people are like, I'm from Cleveland. I love Cleveland. Um, I'm the only one I know. But it about killed me there two or three times. It killed my brother there and. My family's gone, and um, Indiana's my home. I've moved, I've moved out here, what I believe, for good. Between Holy Spirit and Holy Heidi, I'm going to end up with a home somewhere in this area in Jesus' name. I just ask you to pray f- for me that I would, man, I'm getting knocked around by the Holy Spirit. I love it. Hallelujah. My head was banging when I got in here, and I just feel so free right now. I feel skinnier. Am I skinnier? I look. I feel. Am I prettier? I feel prettier after that. What are you talking about? Psalms 33. Praise beautifies the righteous. Genesis 17. This is all you get today is hot prophecy and bad jokes. What I got, what I give. So we're going to bring you this thunder here today. And just in the name of Jesus, pray that you walk out of here with something. Tell me something good. Tell me that you like it, Jesus. I don't know who this drummer cat is. Don't leave that kid sitting around when I'm on my way out because that kid be on the road with it. I love these girls. Just I know I scream when I, s- that's my singing. They have these beautiful voices. And I scream at hell. My greatest anointing is really that I'm annoying. Like I'm the Dorito chip in Satan's throat that went down sideways. <laughs> I scream at hell till hell gives up and it's like, all right already. Give them the miracle. I can't take any more of that. And I'm like, Lord, say this through me like you said this to me. Prick our hearts with the promise. Hey, in Jesus' name, if you're with me, say amen. Amen. Genesis 17, verse 15. Man, have I got something for you. And thank you for dressing that cat up in Cleveland Cavs. Basketball, although we forgot how to play this month, thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. I had an Ohio State sweatshirt on yesterday. Cat says, you're wearing the right red, but you got the wrong writing on there. <laughs> About four of them. So this, at this point in my life, I'm going to be 55 in March. I can't keep them off of me anymore. I just turned the shirt inside out to avoid a problem, you know what I mean? <laughs> Genesis 17, verse 15. And God said to Abraham, As for your wife, as for Sarai, your wife, no longer 
to call her Sarai, her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her that so she will become the mother of nations. The, and kings of peoples will come from her. Abraham fell face down. He laughed and he said to himself, Will a son <laughs> be born to a Mike Brown at 100 years? They just keep having babies. <laughs> I mean, them people, hallelujah, they got children. And they look so happy. See, Michael, all them kids, you ought to be more like that. But they're just so happy. Will a son be born to a man 100 years old? He's laughing. And he said, will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? Notice he already picked up on the name change. And Abraham said to God, if only Ishmael might live under your blessing. And God said, yes, but. I'm going to, you know, I wasn't great in school. You might recognize, recognize that by my way I talk. It's reconciliation. <laughs> but I tell you like this, I learned this. When you hear the word but, that means you can forget everything that was said just before that. God said, yes, but <laughs> your wife, Sarah, will bear you a son and you will call him Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I've heard you. I'll surely bless him. I'll make him fruitful and greatly increase his numbers. And he'll be the father of 12 rulers. And I will make him into a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you about this time next year, about this time next year. When he had finished speaking with Abraham, God went up from him. I love this, man. The first thing he does, what I'm about to do in you is so big, I can't even let y'all keep your regular name. Sarai, which means princess. Sarah means noble woman. It's one thing to be a diva. It's another thing to be delivered. Sarah is a noble woman. She's the kind of woman that even if she lost her crown, she's going to stick around. Princess lose her crown, she's going down. But a noble woman says, I know where I'm called, and I'm not leaving because it's hard. I'm hanging in there. Says she's going to be the mother of nations. Abraham, I always thought this was great. New Testament says, and Abraham wavered not. You get reading this story, right? That's how God saw it, Pastor. Talking about Abraham and Sarah are going to have a baby. He's 100. She's 99. Talking about you're going to have a baby. He said, ah. Sarah says, well, maybe you could have a baby with this girl that works here with us. Maybe you could get with her. He's like, well, you really need me to. <laughs> Take one for the team. And God said that was not wavering. I got it made, Holmes. I got this sewed up. Because he saw the, listen, him preaching my message. Are you in my notes again? No, we were on the same page earlier back here when we was praying. I got to tell you, he sees the end product. 
He, there is no prophet coming to tell you what you did wrong. That's the job of Satan. A true prophet's coming to tell you what you're about to do right. They're about to put you in a place and call you out of a spot. I know you're recording this. Uh, I'm afraid to say this. I shouldn't do this. I don't know if you're allowed to turn that off during the middle of a recording because I really don't want this to go out. Um, So if anybody's allowed to do that, this would be the time to take your cue and do that because I really want to tell this story. If you could could give me a parenthetical insertion and turn that off right here, that would be awesome. I had a... uh, I was in a town far, far from here, as far as you know, and um, <laughs> and uh, I'm preaching and praying, and it's a hot place. I mean, there's no air conditioning. It's the middle of summer, and there's a kid in the back. You in the back! You know, when the Lord starts moving, I just, I lose control. Like the poor little girls, I'm screaming, come on, come on! And they're so sweet and praising Jesus. I, I'm not being mean, I'm just being me, you know, and and this kid in the back, he's got long sleeves on, he's the only person in town in long sleeves, and, um, you know, I'm a fat man in Phoenix, and uh, sweat's rolling off everybody, and I yell, you, and the Lord shows me his name, and I said, is this your name? He's just bawling, crying, he's here, and I said, said, the Lord said you're going to be a great man of God, and the place was hot, like y'all were and all of a sudden, when I said that, it started getting a little quiet. And I knew I had just trampled into somebody's tomato patch. Thirteens had got on somebody's maters. And that doesn't do nothing but make me go ahead and want to get in it some more. Because I'm like, come on up here. You know, I ain't coming. Come on, I ain't coming. So I'm coming back to you. Just like a Sonic. We'll skate back to you to give you a shake. And uh, <laughs> it's all about food. And, and uh so I rock back there, and I'm preach- prophesying. God's prophesying. I say, you're going to be this great man of God. You're going to preach the gospel. And you're, I've never done this since. I'm not going to do it today. And I yell, and you're going to marry that girl back there. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. <laughs> and uh, dead quiet. Dead quiet after those O's. Kind of like, yeah, were you there? Yeah, yeah, because... This is the same response. I should have not told this story. Please get me out of this holy one. And um, I just where you to just go out in tongues. Boom. Forget it all. And uh, man, uh, they, I was leaving. I took off to the door, and they're waiting for me at the door. And they said, the elders want to see you. Now, this is never, 41 years of doing this, never have the elders wanted to see me to say, you're good, you. You're g- here's extra 50. You're good, you guy. You go, you prophetic, you Shreky, go, you. Never. And it all plays out the same. They take you into some room where there's a large table with 10 chairs on one side and one on the other. And because I'm a smart aleck, I say, well, where should I sit? <laughs> and this lady, she starts screaming, you know, at me. God would never give a sinner a word like that. And I said, well, you got one, didn't you? <laughs> now, now I'm not getting paid. I know that. I know you think that doesn't happen, but that is their control. That's why a covenant with this place. I'm not, this place has been so generous to me. This man meets me for coffee sometimes. We pray, always returning texts and talking back and forth. And the body's been so good to me. I, I'm so appreciative. Um, 
I almost called off Kenna there. But, <laughs> right? <laughs> the elders want to see me, he said. Uh, so this lady says, that man is the biggest heroin addict in this town. And he stole checks from our church, wrote his name on it, cashed them, and he's got half the youth group on heroin. And she's screaming and spitting, which is the sign of an anointing, of course. Because <laughs> we all know the, the more you spit. And um, she's letting me have it, you know. She's, you can see it coming off her. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And she says, and that girl is our daughter. <laughs> and that marriage is never going to happen. So she says to me, she's, the, her husband was, who now is going to start talking after this, you know. And uh, he says, they're the lead elders, of course, there. And they say, we're going to have to distance ourselves from you. And I thought, that's not that bad of a breakup. <laughs> if they could teach girls to break up with you, like, we need some dis distance. I can handle distance. So you're saying there's a chance. Well, Little dumb and dumber for you, anybody? Little dumb and so you're saying there's a change. And um, so nine years go by. I, I like them a lot. And nine years go by, and I get a phone call. That kid went on a rampage and stole all kinds of stuff, and they were going to send him to jail. And instead, they sent him to rehab. I'm from 74th and Franklin, West Side. And... Um, they sent him to the uh, they sent him to the rehab on 81st street and he got delivered and he went back to that town and he married that girl <laughs> and now he's a pastor of that church and that guy that distanced himself from me you know that guy <laughs> Joy, 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 called me up. He says, hey, Shrek. You know, that's they say, you know. Then it was like, brother. Now it's, hey, Shrekky. You know. we'd, we'd like to, we're really sorry. Remember that whole distance thing? And I'm like, no, I don't. Yes, I remember that. We'd really like to have you come back. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. You know. I put my hat on. I got hat burn. I put it on so fast. I'll be, I can be there. I can be there tonight. He's like, slow your jets, cousin. About next month, I go back in there, and now I'm walking down the aisle like the grand poobah of prophecy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that boy told them people at 81st Street how God used me to put a vision in his life that God wasn't done. Right. So I hadn't preached in Cleveland, the city that I'm from and love. In all these years, 10 years later, I preached at the 81st Street Mission. It took me getting thrown. That's right, little LeBron. It took me, um, it took me, it took me 10 years getting thrown out, getting distanced. One bad elders meeting to go from 74th to 81st Street. 12 blocks, several blocks, <laughs> Cleveland Public Schools. See, what happens when you marry up with a Hagar is you birth an Ishmael. You get your eyes off your Sarah, you'll never have your Isaac. You get fussing around with people that 
destroy the call in your life, you'll birth you an Ishmael. Scripture said about him, he's a wild donkey of a man. Everyone will be against him and his hand will be against everyone else. Why do you think we got this thing in the Middle East now? It's Ishmael and Isaac. It's going to be forever. Because a man tried to work work what God was going to work out anyway. One night God showed me a boxing glove. I was like, yes, Lord. Remember that lady up there? You could go. No, no. <laughs> Remember that mean man? He said, you idiot. <laughs> Which is what I hear most frequently from him. It's not you're a good prophet, you. It's like, idiota. <laughs> and he's, he's like, if your hand's in this glove, my hand can't be. There's room for one hand to fight this thing. Bobby, it's going to be you or it's going to be me. You can't birth an Isaac unless you're focused on Sarah. God changed Abram's name from Abram to Abraham. Told him something so crazy, made him laugh. Y'all ever realize the only thing God did to change Abraham's name was add a ha? Abraham. <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley. Why was what was that? What in the world? Right? That's what I'm saying. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. There's a big difference between a good idea and a God idea. You ever have a good idea? It's spelled G-O-O-D. And a God idea is G-O-D. Yeah, how many got that by the Spirit there? This Ishmael is going to be born if you keep messing around with this Hagar. If you keep trying to cut corners in your work, you're going to birth something. You ever ask for something so long that when you got what you wanted, you don't want what you got? You may be driving in that car. Please don't look at anyone next to you. But you might be driving in that car. You might be living in that home. You might be looking at a boat <laughs> that's out there, you know. Two greatest days in a man's life are when he buys a boat, when he sells a boat. <laughs> what a lot of get boat people say. Boat people, I'm sure that's the technical name. Um, he says, I'm going to birth something out of you, a child of laughter. I'm going to give you something so crazy and so ridiculous that's going to make you laugh. You're too old to do this, Abraham. That's why you qualify. You can't get this done on your own. That's why you qualify. See, I don't qualify for a lot. I'm qualified. I get dropped in places where nobody else is going. You know, about a decade ago when I... For 15 years now, I guess. I give up my suits and maybe 20 years now. I give up my suits and stuff and start wearing. This is me dressed up. <laughs> I started going in in black shirts and blue jeans and doing these houses and shelters and barns and garages and basements. And because I felt like if we're going to get people saved, I'm going to have to get into somebody's neighborhood. And I ask them to bring five people that pray and ten people that don't. And I'll bring my guitar. And we'll just blow the place down. And we'll just bind the devil and get a bunch of people saved. I love doing these house meetings. I love doing these garages. I'll be doing these open mic clubs. You know, I'm doing comedy clubs now. <laughs> you wouldn't know that by your response today. but <laughs> Or lack thereof. But in these comedy clubs, I try to bring a, a clean, family-friendly humor. I got four minutes. And a red light comes on. A lot of nights I got two minutes because I stinketh. But at the end of that two-minute or four-minute period, brother, 
I say, all right, we got a great show for you tonight. At the end, they're going to be selling DVDs and CDs, but I'm going to tell everybody's future. And they go, what? About two hours later, 35 pretty drunk people walk out of the comedy club. You can't, you can't tell my future. And they hand me their hand. Like I'm going to read their poem. And I say, Holy Spirit, can you give me something for this dude right here? Your brother, Daryl, who has this orange tailgate on the back of his truck. And the guy's like, how did he even know Daryl? <laughs> he said, I don't know Daryl, but I know the one who knows us all. And he's calling out your family. Hundreds have come to Jesus in the comedy club. I c Listen, bro, this last day thing is going to be ridiculous. What I'm, my next thing is going to be cr crazy, than crazy. I'm not going to tell you because I don't want you to cancel them checks. But <laughs> when you think your ministry is past your prime, don't settle for a Hagar when God's given you a Sarah. You've got to get the ground around you pregnant with the word of the Lord. The people you run with. You Listen, John, what's up, man? I just recognize you, John. I say in the name of Jesus, you know why in God's name we run with a people that want to talk us out of our miracles. Don't you know you can't have an Isaac unless you focus on a Sarah? And there's a huge difference, brother and sister, between covenant and convenience. Convenience is hardly ever covenant, and covenant is never convenient. Nobody needs set free at noon. Every time my phone rang for a Somebody gets set free, 3 a.m., 4 in the morning. The dope man's out. I'm broke. I've messed up my stuff again. Can I come over? That's why the Shrekin house is up late. We ain't trying to get them set free. That's why this is a crack of dawn. I've been begging him for a decade. Please let me come in the evening. Hagar is convenient, and Sarah is a covenant. Sarah is that thing that looks like it has nothing left in it, but you're so called. Oh, my God. ADD has entered the house. There goes something shiny. Look at that. Don't you know in the name of Jesus that when God calls you to something and it looks like it's dead, you can't give up on it. You might be called to pray in your family, and they haven't come around in so long, and they're in such a mess, but in the name of Jesus, you can't give up on it because God hasn't given up on it. It takes standing for something, especially when things get going rough, man. Like, there's this guy. This, this cat gets set free for about four weeks. He's praying with me in the altar every day. He's on the phone. We're seeking God. We're fasting. And then I don't hear from him for about four days. He's on a bender somewhere. He called me up. Finally, Shrek, I really fouled it up. I said, well, I haven't heard from you. Yeah, I figured as much. I was praying that you were somewhere getting somebody set free. Can I come over? Well, I couldn't get a hold of him for about two weeks one time. And I said, I said, that's it, God. I'm through with him. And as clearly as I said, I'm through with him, and I said, I'm done with him, I felt like the Lord said, well, if you're done with him, I'm done with you. And I said, I'm not, I'm not done with him. <laughs> I'm going to shave and brush. I'm going to. Get it right. I'm going to get my halo shined up. I'm going to go out here and find him. You see, 
If you leave your calling because things don't go right, you're having an affair with a Hagar. you got to decide if you're locked into this call in this precious place as men of God. Every time you get a correction, doesn't mean you're getting a rejection. It's amazing how many people take off because we just say, like one place I was, far from here, as far as you know, and the guy's screaming, you know, and he, I said, hold on, hold on to that word, cousin, I'm teaching this one right here now. But I have a word from God. I said, you can give it in a minute. When I'm done, you go. So I got done, I said, okay, brother, what's your word? I'm not going to give it. Well, la-dee-da, hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You just saved us five minutes. Brother, you can't get mad when it doesn't go the way you want it to go. Holy Spirit's not trying to interrupt himself from teaching to give another teaching. There's a place in the service where that whole thing can work together. Man, I know how hard it is when a word is burning on you. You know, when I'm in church service and I'm not up there, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I was up there right now. But, you know, that's the difference between being a performer and a worshiper. I don't have to be on the stage to be getting it on with the Lord. Dude, I was given. I transferred my headache right to hell when I was sitting up here and screaming, man, praising, dude, getting on for the Lord. You see, if you leave your calling every time something goes wrong, you are in love with it. And if you stay in something that God told you to get out of because it's convenient. My friend, she just got married. She's been married a few, few times. She just married, this is a, another alcoholic. Had the tar beat out of her, go over there, get her out of there. It's a mess, man. It's a mess. I said, I said sis, why would, why would you, why again? Why again? She said, I'm so used. I know how to manage through this abuse. Like, where are you locked that you haven't given that place to Jesus? That you get so used to being treated badly that you'd sign up for somebody to treat you badly again. Are you out there? I tell you in the name of Jesus, the Lord sets you free. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would never see yourself so low that you think, well, at least I got somebody even though they're screaming at me and doing all kind of wrong. You're a child of God. You deserve better than that. I ain't going, I, there's no way heaven wants you being beat on. Are you out there in the name of Jesus? Let's see the whole family get delivered, but don't walk back in to a Hagar when God's got you with Sarah. You see, when you fall out of love with your call, 100 years old, you get a word from God, it affects the entire the entire family. Abraham got a word. Sarah's going to have you a child. He's 100 years old. He goes back home. He got the candles lit and the Barry White music going. He's going to get a hug tonight. Glory to God. Sarah, I heard from God. What would you hear? You're going to have a baby. God changed your name. What kind of weeds did you find out there that you were smoking, Abraham? A minute ago, your name was Abram. Now I noticed you calling me Sarah. The name is Sarai. Now no more. 
God's changing our name because God's changing our game. And you can't have an Isaac if your focus is on a Hagar. You can't birth a child of promise unless you're focused on Sarah, the one God called. Whether your Sarah is a ministry or a calling or a place that you're supposed to pray for or a family member or the person that you love in your life, whatever, a children that you're teaching at school, whether it's a, a nursing degree or, or working in the restaurant that God called you to, if that's your Sarah, that's where your Isaac is coming from. And I felt like the Lord told me to tell you, if you'll fall back in love with your call, your call is not done producing for you. That some of you have gotten tired. It wears on you. You know, my hair's gone gray. I let these girls die at one night. It came out jet black. I look like fat Elvis. The skinny Elvis was working it, but I look like I just ordered three peanut butter and banana sandwiches. <laughs> Actually, look like I just ate them. And I was like, oh, let me be. You know. <laughs> I said, man, I'll never do that again. You know how people say, oh, it'll come out in two weeks. Two months later, fat Elvis still rocking a prophetic sir. I don't care what you do with your hair. You know what I mean? I found a dead squirrel out back. I was going to staple up here so I could, I got a ponytail. But I know that God's not done with my work yet. I got to tell you, I never thought it would look like when I started at 14. Man, I was preaching in churches all over the country. They would say, wait till he gets older. Now that I'm 55, 54, sounds better. They say, you should have heard him when he was younger. So there was a two-week period in there where I was any good. And you evidently missed that portion. In closing, as far as you know, let me land this jet. I'm trying to birth an Isaac. Young prophets that aren't afraid to take on the world. People that threw their work as a realtor or people as a judge, people as a garbage collector or a school teacher, a person as a carpenter, a person as a musician has got such a call on their life that they're going to produce miracles because they're in love with their call. Your pulpit may not be this pulpit. You can't think of ministry as being behind a pulpit. You must think of ministry as God being in you. If the Father puts you in a place, don't you dare fall in love with a Hagar. It is a trick. It is a trick to take you out of your moment. It is a trap to move you from God. Don't you turn your head to everything that bats his eyes at you. Come on, are you out there? Say yes. And in the mighty name of Jesus, you cannot have an Isaac unless you stay in love and focused on a Sarah. So I've been doing a revival. We've got three revivals going on. It's just been tremendous. The Lord told me this one's about about to end. And the church asked me, did I want to join the staff? I haven't been a staff pastor, you know, in many years. And I've been, I worked, I served there seven years, many years ago when I was 19. And, and I thought, man, you know, I drew about 40,000 miles a year. And plus the flights, that's just here in the States. That doesn't count what I'm doing in Dominican and Canada and, um, and Paraguay. 
But I got to tell you, I, I got 96,000 miles on that car in, in like two and a half years. I wouldn't trade this for anything. Like the salary that they offered me and a place to be and, you know, see people every night that you know. You know, I'm gone for weeks on end. And it's me. Sometimes I put a, a blonde wig and a cowboy hat on that guitar case so it looks like I'm driving around with a girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm in love with Sarah. The call that God's put in my life. I'm either driving or praying for somebody, and I can't, I couldn't be happier. I don't know how in the world, like the first home, I was the first person in my family tree that ever owned a home. And, um, and um, when I went to the bank, well, how are you going to pay for this? So the Holy Spirit told me I was going to get this house. That doesn't go real far at Fifth Third. But I ended up getting that loan and sold that, sold that home. And I believe I'm about to embark on another house. I believe this one's, I believe this is the place for my next 50 years. This one doesn't have any string attached like, like I'm, not, I'm not buying this so that I can, for anybody, except Lord, will you make a place for after I've been on the road for a month, come home and, and rest. I don't need a mansion. I need a place that you own, Lord, and that in the name of Jesus, I can bring people in and serve the community with a house meeting. Would you stand with me, please, all around the house? Come on. I thank you. I know today's been a different feel. But I feel his holy presence. I tell you in Jesus' name that Somebody's phone is in the middle of the floor over there. Be careful. Uh, mine's already broke, so I know it wasn't mine. In the name of Jesus, I need you to hold that music for me. Please, I'm sorry. I know it, right? It's funny. When I start with all the music, I can do music all the time, but when I go quiet, it's just me overcoming my limitation here. So I tell you in the name of Jesus, this is the day that the Lord is calling you to focus. To focus on what God's called you. If he's called you to be the children's director, then you need to stay in that children's ministry until the Father's done with you. Say, but I'm tired, God. Then let's get some more. We've got to adopt some more workers. And so if God's called you to be a guitar player and serve the Lord through your music, then you, you need to carry that guitar ministry like you own it and it owns you because... It's the very life source. I can't tell you, like I can't show up right at church time. I'm, I'm in relentless pursuit of the kingdom of God. I, I, I come up hours before and pray in parking lots and, and pray in rooms and I stay in constant revival. And I came with a message today to tell you, you must stay in a constant state of revival. You can't come in here and focus on your Sarah on Sundays. You got to stay in love with your Sarah all week long. Stay in love. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, there are people here who have you've given up on your promise. You felt like you're too old. You, 
No one, how could this happen? I tell you in the name of Jesus, God's about to change your name because God's about to change your game. And that you're about to have that Isaac if you'll just stay focused and stay in love with your Sarah. I call the Hagars out of our life. I call you to ditch the Hagars that have ruined your life. I call, whether that Hagar is a drug or a person or a place, anything toxic in your life, in Jesus' name, don't let your job own you. Don't let someone's opinion own you. Man, this is thick right here. Right where you are in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the enemy that's tried to steal. In fact, I want to lay my hands on you. If you feel if you feel that you have given up on your Sarah, that somehow you have let your love affair with your Sarah diminish, dwindle, and die off, will you come out of your seat and stand here? And we're going to reunite you with your call. Just come on in Jesus' name. Come on, come on, come on. Don't wait and see who's coming. Just let me lay my hands upon you. Hallelujah. You know, I'll leave out of West Virginia, and I drive up through, it goes through Pennsylvania there, and it comes back through Ohio, and it's the craziest route. You go through these tunnels near Pittsburgh, and <laughs> I got to tell you in the name of Jesus, nine hours later, I pull into my apartment. I'm going to bed, the neighbor's getting up, and uh, I think every night I think, I can do this tonight. It'll save me a $100 hotel bill. And I get to Columbus, Ohio, and I think, what in the world were you thinking? Monday mornings, oh, I got to get a job. I can't keep doing this. I got to get a job, man. <laughs> and then Tuesday, I wake up. Thank God I don't have a job. Thank God this is my job. Wednesdays, whoo, I can't wait to preach tonight. Thursday, I wonder who's going to get set free at the redemption meeting. Friday, oh, my Lord, it's preaching day. Come on, we got a 10-hour drive. Let's go. I fall in love with my Sarah every day. I call you back in the name of Jesus. Come on, would you stretch your hands this way? I call you back in Jesus' name, man of God, to be in love with you, Sarah. I was praying you'd come forward. I believe that God's hand is on you. I believe in Jesus' name, hallelujah, that the season of heartbreak and the season of being disgruntled, misused, and feeling mistreated is coming to a close in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you with the hand of God. Hallelujah. And pray by the Spirit of the living God, a fresh love, a fresh desire, and a fresh glory upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, anoint these people with your glory. That's right, in Jesus' name, God's going to do a new work and shake things up by the Spirit of God. Come on, all praying with me. Eyes on Jesus. Get your hands off these. In the name of Jesus, fall back in love with you, Sarah. I say fall back in love with you, Sarah, in the mighty name of Jesus. That spirit of the coach, the spirit of a mentor, that call of God on you to take young men and under your wing in the name of Jesus. Anoint, O oh Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, on oh my brother and sister. We release the will of God. Oh, come on, pray in the spirit all through the room. If you know what to do, if you get tired, have a seat. But please stay with me in the room in Jesus' name. I release the glory, hallelujah, I release the glory over my brother and sister, all praying, all praying. That is in this time, in the name of Jesus, that people will be brought to your house. Like they want to say, I've got, a, I've got a burden, I've got a need, they'll come to you. 
like they'll want to stay. The Lord going to have people on your couch. The Lord going to have people coming through there because what's coming out of your mouth needs to get in their ear. The Lord's calling you, brother, because in this time, this is the season of an elder, the spirit of an elder, the spirit of someone who'll stand in the gap in the name of Jesus. Satan wish that he could have closed off your prophetic sight, your eyesight, your ear hearing, your heart hearing. But in Jesus' name, in this time, you must be a voice for God, whether anyone listens or not, so that you can give the word of the living God out. I pray that, Father, you would anoint this lady. Give her ideas. I see a partner in your life, someone that's coming that you're going to um, um, be a mentor in business. And I see by the Spirit of God that it's going to put funds in your pocket and that you're going to do stuff for missions. Lord, touch this man in Jesus' name. The spirit of the elder, the spirit of wisdom, hallelujah, and counsel be upon you. We bless you in the name of Jesus that y'all might fall back in love with you, Sarah, with the call of God. Hallelujah. Come on, praying all through the room. I ask for a fresh fire in the name of Jesus that you would not lose. Hi, precious. I bless you in Jesus' name that you would not lose the fire, that you would not lose the commission. That's a big thing. The love that God gave you the day you were commissioned, you must find that in your heart again. And in Jesus' name, I pray that the work of heaven, the will of God, hallelujah, and the w desire to preach the gospel, to do a work, to get people set free. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, come on, all praying. You see, when you pray in the Spirit, you pray in accordance with God's will. I pray that you'd fall back in love with you, Sarah. I call the birth of a work, hallelujah, the birth of a call, hallelujah, the birth of a next step in the name of Jesus, a John the Baptist moment. Glory to God, that God calls you to a place that other people weren't willing to go, that you can make a difference in the name of Jesus. You can't have a Sarah and Isaac, unless you're focused on your Sarah. And I pray in this day that your focus, John, would become so clear, so clean, so fresh, and so renewed, you'd be back in love with the call of God, my brother and sister. May the responsibility of your mantle not overwhelm the joy of your calling. Pray, 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 pray. Come on, help me, please. Help me, please. Superitaras. All eyes on Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, because the mantle is thick upon you. But it must not deter you from the joy, hallelujah, of your calling. Because it is the joy that you, God will use you to set people free. Glory be to God. People are drawn to you. Because you're anointed. Hallelujah. The joy will fill their lives. And I speak great joy back into your family tree. I bind the enemy that has tried to take an axe to the root of your family tree in the name of Jesus. This is the season to restore. Hallelujah. And by the spirit of the living God, I ask for great ministry for our brother and sister. Fresh fire in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God. Touch this sister with your glory. Fresh fire. Fall back in love with your call. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. How anointed you are. Called by God, I pray that you would fall in love with the call of God again. That your heart, that the, that the pain of this world would not take away the joy of your calling. Fresh, fresh, fresh. This is on you. It's on you for freshness. And whatever the enemy trying to do to derail you, I bind him in Jesus' name. I rebuke Satan. This, is, this message is for you. You cannot have an Isaac. All praying in the spirit, please. All praying in the spirit. In the name of Jesus, this is your moment to make a decision. Hallelujah. To, to burst your Isaac. I call the spirit of Isaac. The spirit of breakthrough in Jesus' name. If you tell God you to give up and surrender everything but God's word, you'll give me an order for it. You're going to change your life in the name of Jesus. I find you in Jesus' name, Satan. I find you in Satan. Come on. 
Come on, somebody give him a praise, would you? Bless my sister now. I call for you. The focus that causes you to see that God's still got a call for you. He's still got a plan for you. He's not done with you. You've not been forgotten. The blessing of God in your life. Use her, Father, as a walking witness to set people free. Now in Jesus' name. I call the birth of your Isaac. Hallelujah. I let go of my Hagar now in Jesus' name. By the power of the living God. Fresh fire in Jesus' name. Fresh fire and a birth, a birth, a birth, a birth, a birth in Jesus' name. Come on, all praying in the name of Jesus. Fall back in love with the call. Fall back in love with the call. Fall back in love with the call. Oh, come on, all, all praying all through the room. Fall back in love with the call. Too much, too much warfare. I call, you from, I call you from warfare to worship in Jesus' name. That worship is your greater weapon in, in warfare. Hallelujah. I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray by the spirit of the living God that which has tried to steal the victory, the joy, suck the joy out of ministry. In Jesus' name, we bind it. Oof. Would you lift your hands all around this room? Sweetheart, can I pray for you? I bless you with the mighty name of Jesus, for the hand of heaven is upon you. I bless you right now, hallelujah. I pray that this fresh anointing, fresh oil, hallelujah, that God would keep you in a constant state of revival, that in the mighty name of Jesus, the newness of God. Come on, lift your hands all around this room right now. I call the weight, the kabod, the glory to be upon your life. And in the mighty name of Jesus, the weight of this world to come off your shoulder. If you're in a relationship, in a sexual relationship with someone who you're not married to, this is your time to repent. If you've been playing games with God, go get high, trying to hide it, and then come try to serve it. This is a great day to get things right with God. If you've been fooling around on your family, it's a great day to get right with God. If there's anything between you and the Father that's knocked you out of fellowship with Him, this is a great day to get right with God. We're going to pray it out. I ask you to pray it aloud with me, every one of us, whether you need to or not, so that we all might. So in case anyone that needs to pray it would not feel embarrassed to pray it out, would you pray it with me like this? Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I'm sorry for anything I may have done, I may have said, or I may have thought, or a vow that I forgot. Anything that has hurt your heart, I'm sorry. I confess the blood of Jesus cleanses me of my sin and I am set free I will live for you Lord in Jesus name can you say amen hallelujah give the Lord a praise thank you